0: Man, what up, y'all? I know this throwing y'all off because y'all used to the music coming in, like, Inspire Guys, people. People?" But what if I ain't feeling inspired today? No, I'm just joking, man. Like, we had some technical difficulties today. Don't worry. Don't panic. It's still about to be a dope show. But I'm like, let me me take a second to tell y'all what happened. You know what I'm saying? Because maybe, just maybe, this situation can bless you. You ever feel like you did everything you could, you're doing right? You know what I'm saying? You're like, yeah, I'm finding my purpose. I'm up early. I'm making my list. I'm praying. I'm reading the word. I'm doing everything. And something still go wrong? Look, that's what happened to me. I'm just being real with y'all. Like, I've been real busy for those who listen to the show all the time. You know, and if you a new listener, like, just stick with me, bro. I know it's rough. You coming in at a rough moment. like. Is this the podcast that I really want to listen to? You think you know right now, but I promise you it's going to get better. But I've been busy. I've been, you know, doing things and I'm like, you know what? Being busy is not an excuse not to get the show done. So I've been getting the show done early and working extra late and whatever, just to make sure that this show still arrives every week. Well, today I had some of my, you know, favorite people that listen to the show you know shout out to stephanie uh lashana jazz y'all you know people that listen and they like yo they hit me up like bruh um the show just went mute after about 25 minutes bruh and it went mute on lavelle's part now first of all i think that was god trying to (laughs) look it might have been a sign that lavelle ain't talking about nothing you know we gonna find out because we got the audio back you know the show is gonna be good. I just can't promise that his part is good. And ironically, today is Lavelle's birthday. And we didn't even originally have a happy birthday. Shout out to Lavelle in the show. But to my co-host, who is, uh, yeah, he's, (laughs) believe it or not, he's traveling again. I don't know what type of money him and LaKenya are making it, but they stay traveling. Shout out to them. Happy birthday, my friend, my brother. I hope and pray that you have a prosperous trip. And that you just have a great birthday overall. You know, we've been friends now, man, for like, we, we've been friends since you was in your 30s, bruh. <laughs> See, I could say his age because he put it out there. You know, it's all on Facebook. He's 45 years old today. The boy is
1: old. Old. old.
0: Maybe that's why we had the technical difficulties is because I have forgot to give a birthday shout out to my co-host and that needed to happen. I don't know, LaVille. I think it was a sign that, that the show messed up on your birthday, bruh. Like, it might be time for you to go. But what I wanted to say to y'all is like, when you get to those moments in life, and believe it or not, I don't have time to be doing this today. Like, I already had conference calls. I got, I actually got a dentist appointment in like an hour. You know what I'm saying? And just all type of stuff. Like, I'm busy. But I took the approach today. I didn't snap. I didn't lose it. I don't know what happened and why the audio was missing on the show. And I had to take it down. And it's an inconvenience, you know? And sometimes in this life, you are going to be inconvenienced why because you're a human being we living on earth i'm no different than you like i i make mistakes it it was probably my fault let's be real i'm the one producing the show i don't know what happened but i had to do something wrong don't have time to blame nobody but i got to get it right and move on maybe someone who listened this morning you know they not going to come back and listen and those are the type of things you are thinking like man you know my show drops early on purpose because people going to work and But I can't worry about that. And so before the show even starts today, I want to let y'all know that we have to stop worrying about everything, even when we have a legitimate reason to be upset. You know, even when you really had a technical difficulty in your life and something that you didn't plan didn't go right. But the question is, are you going to stop now? Because when you feeling sorry for yourself, y'all, and, and again, I understand sometimes you got a legitimate reason, but you have to stop convincing yourself to feel sorry for yourself. Because trust me, I just wanted to give up. I didn't want to, I almost said, forget releasing the show today. I'm tired. I'm busy. I got all kinds of stuff to do at work. But it was like, no, man, like, If you do that, then somebody is going to miss something that this show, this episode was going to do for them. And I have a greater purpose than that. So you're human and everything ain't going to go right. But don't stop now. 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 now.
1: Inspiration Inspiration. now in session. Inspire guys, people.
0: My wife thinks I'm crazy. How did we get here? I can't believe y'all let me have a show. Be going higher and higher, let me inspire you God's people, I see you, let me admire you He gave you vision and purpose, but you struggled to dream Cause the seed that was sown wasn't stitched in your jeans But what's in them was denim, I guess what's in them is in them There's a different perspective that I'm trying to present them It ain't always peace when you see the peace sign It don't make you a Levite cause you rock Levi's What's up people? I am your host, Jay Will And I would like to welcome you To inspire God's people, where we balance faith and business to guide you to your purpose. Sometimes I want to stop, and sometimes I want to keep going, yeah. We are now, you know, beyond the one year point, you know, of this show. And for those of you who have been listening from the beginning, I'm hoping that you understand the process that we talked about early on, and I'm hoping that as you've listened to this show, we have now begun to peel back the layers and give you tangible things in the word of God, as well as practical things that you can take and apply to your life and actually be guided closer to your purpose. We are still in the process, though. For all of my new listeners, first of all, thank you, and hopefully you will take a moment to subscribe to this show wherever you are listening, and also take a moment to share this show with someone, you know, because that's how we've grown this show, the people, God's people. Share the show with someone that needs it. The second thing I need you to do, new listeners, is I need you to go back to the beginning. Yes, that's right. You are 53 episodes behind. I know this says episode, what, 45 on your little app or whatever, but we had something called 0.5 episodes. So it's actually, you know, this is actually episode 53. We had 8.5 episodes. This is episode 53. Go back and get the things you need because, you know, you jumping in knee deep. Now now keep listening, but you're jumping in knee deep and you might need somebody to help you swim. I'm going to start off today's show with the word of God. We are going to be in 1 Timothy chapter 6, and we're going to start around verse, you know, somewhere in verse 2 or 3. Okay. And I'm reading from the New Living Translation. This is a very important passage of scripture. And for anyone listening to this show, you are probably the type of person that has some type of ambition in your life. We have talked a lot over the last year about success and purpose, and we've defined success at different times. And one of the things we try to make sure we do a good job of doing on this show is give you balance, right? We want you to be content in Christ, but we don't want you to be complacent. Now, those are two very difficult things to think through sometimes. And I want y'all to take a moment to step back today um, because we live in this world And, you know, a lot of times Christians, we're just surface level. We even read the Bible at the surface level. And what I want y'all to begin to do throughout this second year of Inspire God's People is really take time to peel back the layers. That might mean you might have to listen to a show, pause it, listen to it again, rewind it, write things down, take notes. I don't want to fast forward through this process, okay? So I think we'll jump right into the word. And then I'll read a little, and then I'll talk a little bit about contentment and complacency um, after we read, because this is going to be a very straightforward passage of scripture, specifically for my people who want to be successful or struggle, Um, and even my people who are settling, right? It's about trying to find that balance, because it's like, well, which one do I do as a Christian? Sometimes I feel like, Oh, I shouldn't be, you know, trying to be successful because that's of the devil. That's of the world. I'm good where I'm at. I could just settle for this. And then sometimes, you know, I'm too focused on like, I'm trying to be the greatest. I'm trying to be the best. And it's like, oh, man, should I be just grateful that God woke me up this morning? And let's be real, y'all. That's a very difficult thing to think through. And today, I want to try to give you some understanding so that you can walk in your purpose and that you can be content, but not complacent. 1 Timothy 6, and we are somewhere like in the middle of verse 2. Teach these things, Timothy, and encourage everyone to obey them. Some people may contradict our teaching, but these are the wholesome teachings of the Lord Jesus Christ. These teachings promote a godly life. Okay, let's pause. We like to stop and soak in and let the word marinate. And what's happening right now is we are about to discover some teachings. That other people contradict, right? But these are the teachings that promote a godly life. So I have to ask you, regardless of who you are, regardless of what your ambitions and your goals are, do you desire to live a godly life? I need you to answer that out loud right now. Say it, come on. Answer that, please. Do you desire to live a godly life? My answer to that question is yes, personally. Hopefully you answered yes as well. If not, that's fine. Keep listening. And hopefully we'll be able to um, introduce you to some new ways of thinking by the end of this episode. Verse four. Anyone who teaches something different is arrogant and lacks understanding. Such a person has an unhealthy desire to quibble over the meaning of words. This stirs up arguments ending in jealousy, division, slander and evil suspicions. These people always cause trouble. Their minds are corrupt, and they have turned their backs on the truth. To them, a show of godliness is just a way to become wealthy. Okay, let's pause. This is very deep to me, because one of the things I've noticed in Christianity is a lot of us are willing to say the right thing, but we struggle to do the right thing. And there are also sometimes that we're willing to say or do the right thing one or two times. But the struggle becomes, in the long run, as life goes on, as you have your hills and your valleys, sometimes it's a struggle to do the right thing. When you broke, you busted, you disgusted, your jeans dirty. I seen your jeans. And you're looking at people to the left or the right, and they look like they're prospering. And they're calling themselves Christians, too. And they're prospering by mingling with the world and chasing wealth. And they're convincing us that this is the way to go. We become convinced. Why? Because they have titles like pastor and bishop. And they have bigger churches than us. And they have better cars than us. And they're friends with celebrities. And they've told us that this is the way to be a believer. What I like about the Bible, what I like about the writers of the Bible, people like Paul here, they didn't have any issue with calling a spade a spade. And I think that's a very difficult thing for Christians today is to call a spade a spade. Because we want to, out of context, call everything love. Like some of the stuff we call love ain't really love. Like, well, just show them love and pray for him. I feel like pray for him is a figure of speech that we use when we don't really want to do or say nothing. Well, y'all just pray for him. No, I'm a... I'm going to do like Paul and say their minds are corrupt and they've turned their backs on the truth. To them, a show of godliness is just a way to become wealthy. If we say that about people today, we're called judgmental and things like that. But when you read the Bible, when you open it up and actually get into the scriptures, they didn't have any problem calling a spade a spade. So I'm going to just leave that at that. Verse 6. Yet true godliness with contentment is itself great Wealth. Wow. The Bible calls true godliness with contentment is great wealth. So, what is my point? My point is that on this show, when we talk about finding your purpose and we talk about becoming who God called you to be, it is all wrapped up in the foundation of Jesus Christ and what he created you to be. And you should be chasing what he wants you to have. So I want to take a moment to break down practically some of the principles within a scripture like this and how I believe we should be, you know, um, living this thing out and walking it out. OK, I think a big part of it is understanding the difference between contentment and complacency. All right. So contentment, you know, just defined in the dictionary is a state of happiness and satisfaction. So what does this mean to have godly contentment? You know, as an example, I would say David was in the field tending to the sheep, right? And it never said David was complaining. He was tending. He was doing his job in the Bible. It never says David actually wanted to be the king, but Not only was he tending to the sheep, David was a good shepherd. So, and I know he was a good shepherd. Why? Because it says that he, you know, killed a lion with his bare hands. And and what that shows is that, you know, for anyone who tried or anything, any creature that tried to harm his flock, David took that seriously and he took action, right? And so he didn't halfway do the job that he was doing. And because he didn't halfway do the job that God had called him to do in that moment, at that particular time, he was focused on the thing God called him to do. And I believe it was because of that, that God called him to more. Or at least that was part of the reason why, is that he was content with what God had called him to do. And he was willing to do it with excellence. So step number one. Something tangible that you can actually take away from this show. Whatever you're doing right now, do it right. Do it with excellence. Give it your all. Don't wait. We lie to ourselves and say, "All right, while I'm the janitor, you know, I'm a halfway do everything." You know, what I'm saying I ain't taking this serious. I got this little whack job. Oh yeah, but don't worry. I'm a like once I own the building, I'm gonna take it serious. I think that's a messed up way of thinking, because how, when you own the building, you're going to need to hire a janitor. And the problem is, if you were a lackluster janitor, then when you own the building, you're likely going to get replaced or or find someone just like yourself. That's how things work out. And so there's a cycle. So I would say with godliness and can godly contentment, if if God has you as a janitor today, you need to be the best janitor today. And give that job everything you got, and then hope and pray, and trust in the Lord and follow his path, and he'll likely give you another assignment. I've grown to believe that there's never a time not to be our best. Like there, There's nothing that I want to do that I should not be my best. This is my challenge in my corporate role. This is my challenge to myself on this show. As a husband, as a, I um, almost said as a father, you know, Lord, we, we, come on now. Nah. I said, as a father, you know what I'm saying? One day, eventually, 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 but eventually. we got to be, we got to be our best at all times. And I believe that's part of contentment, you know, being, being satisfied. Now let's talk about complacency because on the surface, that's why we peeling back layers on the surface, contentment and complacently. Ah, I can talk. I can talk. Contentment and complacency kind of sound like the same thing. So here is complacency as defined in the dictionary. A feeling of smug or uncritical satisfaction with oneself or one's achievements. Woo! Y'all not hearing this. I know y'all didn't catch this. Uncritical satisfaction with yourself. What does this mean? See, to be content means to be satisfied. So godly contentment is to be satisfied with what God has given me and where God has me. So, I'm 6'1". All right, cool. I'm content with being 6'1". Never mind the fact that when I was 12, I wanted to be 6'8". You know what I'm saying? Like, all right, God, I'll take 6'1". It is what it is. I'm content. You know, I'm satisfied. I found contentment in being 6'1". Thank you, Jesus. All right? I ain't that tall. I ain't that short. Okay, it's cool. I'll take it. But to be complacent means that You have uncritical satisfaction with yourself. That's deep to me because that means you are satisfied only because you haven't examined yourself. The Bible tells us to examine ourselves and, you know, to be mindful of what we have going on in our lives, right? Our flaws. For instance, so if I'm 6'1", and I'm... You know, trying my best to dunk and I'm working on my dunks and, you know, I could jump as high as I could jump. I've maximized my potential. And then I become content with my height as it relates to basketball and dunking because it's like, cool, I I I know that I'm giving it everything I got. To be complacent would be I'm 7'5 and I can't dunk. You You realize how crazy that is? I'm satisfied with not dunking even though all I have to do is raise my hand and I can put the ball in there I could dunk without jumping but I'm so complacent because I haven't actually critiqued myself I've given myself maybe the benefit of the doubt and say oh well, I can't jump that high or I can't do this and it's like okay cool you're so uncritical you haven't examined yourself that you don't realize you don't even have to jump to do what you're trying to do what's my point Some of us are not doing what God has called us to do because we are literally just complacent. Meaning we haven't even examined what's necessary or needed from us to achieve the task. But we keep complaining about the task not being done or I'm not where God called me to be. I'm not doing what, oh God, I don't know what's going on. And God is looking like, raise your hand and put the ball in the basket. You looking at everybody else and you're comparing yourself. This is the problem. They don't, they got to jump. So you looking at how high they jump and you like, wow, they could jump so high. And God looking like with what I've given you, you don't have to even take your feet off the ground to do what they have to jump to do. And so that is complacency. So yes, we are called as believers to be content. I don't want any of my listeners to misunderstand the concepts and the things that we talk about on this show and think that you have to go out and compromise or I'm, I'm created to be a star. You never heard me talk like that because I believe in running from fame, number one. So when, when you're listening to this show, I'm never pro, you know, go and be the biggest this in the world and get into this industry. No, I don't believe in chasing industries. Just like I said about David, David was doing what God called him to do to the best of his ability. So with something like this show, like I'm literally just trying to make this the best show. That's my goal every week. I'm not thinking about, oh, I want somebody to strike me a deal for syndication or like, you know. And and again, I just look at someone like David and I'm like, I want to tend like this show is like my sheep. I want to protect it. I want to make sure if a lion come in, I take it out with my bare hands. I want to make sure that I'm giving this show everything that I got. And then when the Lord calls me to something else or quote unquote, anoints me for something else that I will be here doing what I'm supposed to do. Cause here's what I want you to think about with David. Samuel went to Jesse, David's father. He was looking for the next King to anoint. And At the end of it all, once he went through all David's other brothers, he's like, No, like it's gotta be somebody else, whatever, whatever. I'm paraphrasing. And Jesse, like, I mean, a young boy in the field, whatever. So listen to what I'm saying, listen closely. When they went looking for David, he was where he was supposed to be. If he was complacent, because complacency causes us to be lazy, which causes us not to be on our job. And the problem with complacency, is when God sends someone to look for you, God is going to go where you're supposed to go. He's not going to go where you at. We always do this thing like the Lord will meet you where you at, like blah, blah. And I'm OK, I'm sure maybe maybe it's a scripture where you can make that argument. But I believe that the Lord will really meet you where you're supposed to be at. Like, I believe that's what we like. If you're not right now where you're supposed to be, don't wait on God to meet you there. No, like, look, okay, if if you call me and say, yo, pick me up on the corner of Seven Mile and Gratiot, I'm going where you're supposed to be. If I start driving there and you start going other places, I'm like, listen, bro, it's like an Uber or a Lyft. You put the your location in there and they go to where you're supposed to be. They don't necessarily go to where you are if you leave that location. The problem with a lot of us is we know where we're supposed to be but we lollygagging. And so God has sent your next assignment. He sent someone to quote unquote, uh, figuratively anoint you for, for the next thing. But the thing is, he went and sent them where you were supposed to be. And because you're complacent, you were not there. My father uses this example when he preaches all the time. He talks about the NFL and watching quarterbacks. And when a wide receiver runs a route, the quarterback does not throw the ball to the wide receiver he throws the ball to where they are supposed to be so a lot of times you might look at a throw from a quarterback and it's like oh he missed the receiver and nope really the receiver went off route and the quarterback was throwing the ball in anticipation that the receiver was going to be in his spot some of us ain't catching what God is throwing because God is throwing the blessing and the calling and the purpose to where he sent you to go He's running the play and you running off somewhere else. Oh, the enemy pass interference or oh, whatever. You waiting for a flag. You waiting for a penalty for the enemy and it ain't going to happen. You need to play through the play. You need to get where God called you to go so you can catch what he's throwing. Now, after considering all of that, let's go back to the scripture. First Timothy chapter six. Let's start at verse six now. Yet true godliness with contentment itself is great wealth. Verse seven. After all, we brought nothing with us when we came into this world and we can't take anything with us when we leave it. So if we have enough food and clothing, let us be content. Verse 9. But people who long to be rich fall into temptation and are trapped by many foolish and harmful desires that plunge them into ruin and destruction. Verse 10. For the love of money is the root of all types of evil. And some people craving money have wandered from the true faith and pierced themselves with many sorrows. God's people, I think it's very clear what the scripture is saying that we should not love money, we should not chase it. It is not the source, money and fame and all of the attention of the world, all of the material things in the world, that's not our focus. That's why purpose. Is a big part of this show Because I don't want to chase things and, and no Having things is not necessarily A sin You know sometimes having things is the result Of finding purpose It's the result of doing what God called you to do But I think you know there's a big Difference between Receiving something as a result And chasing something As my primary Desire So it's important, God's people, that we are content, but that we are very careful to critique ourselves and not allow ourselves to become complacent. Complacent, complacent. God's people, it is time for the J-Will Music Song of the Day. We are gonna play this new tune from Darius James, and when we return, we take it to another Lavelle with Lavelle Neal, and we shout out God's Person of the Week. But for now, We are going to play another song. You know what? As I'm going through Darius' songs, like, I'm realizing I'm getting kicked off a lot of songs. Um, Gotta Go was a joint that we did on Afraid to Be Great back in 2014. And uh, no, in all seriousness, you know, he remade this with Ashley Moss. And this rendition of this song is just, like, so smooth and vibey. Ashley has a really dope voice. I've always liked her voice, like, She's one of those people, when you hear her sing in person, she sounds just as good as she does on the record. And, of course, one thing that I haven't mentioned with Darius's album, uh, WWYG, We Want Your Glory, is that this kid produced. I don't know how, like, Darius is a producer, too. I don't want to say he did did it all because I know that Sean McClain was working with him on some stuff. I know that Red has worked with him on some stuff. Uh, but Darius, you know, very differently... Um, than the way I create music, you know, because he plays a lot of instruments, you know, he really builds the foundation and guides the foundation of his song. So salute to my brother Darius. And if you don't always already have his album, just search Darius James, you know, really on Apple Music and Spotify and Google Music, anywhere where you listen to music, uh, YouTube, whatever, type in Darius James. We want your glory. The song is entitled Gotta Go. Featuring Ashley
1: Moss. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to get comfortable Because I got to go To a higher place I'm not going to get comfortable Because I got to go To a higher place You see it here You see we gotta call and go Not life until we can all be just ain't right We gotta go We can't just sitting comfortable. Miracles don't happen in our comfort zone You gotta do something you never done before Oh Don't be afraid Sometimes you fail Sometimes you won't If you don't move you'll never know How far you go so much potential motivated by everything that you've been doing I'm not gonna get comfortable Because I gotta go into a higher place I'm not gonna get comfortable because I gotta go to a higher place. Standing still, ain't faith at work Gonna take some effort to get results We gotta go You'll never be ready, so don't wait no more Time is of the essence, what you're waiting for Gotta do something you never done before It's gonna be okay One step at a time's the way to go Your gift is needed, more than you know Moves you felt it. We gotta, we gotta go. It's the good people in this nest. Because low, know gotta pass the test. We gotta fly. Set some goals, aim for them, persevere and have no fear. Whatever you do, you gotta try. I gotta go, I gotta go, to a higher place, I'm not gonna get comfortable, because I gotta go, I gotta go, to a higher place, oh I'm not gonna get comfortable, I can't stay here anymore, because we gotta go, I gotta go, to a higher place. To to a a higher place, to a higher place, I'm not gonna get comfortable. I'm not I'm because I'm not, I gotta go. To a higher place. Say this with me, yeah. I say don't get comfortable. Don't get comfortable. Don't get comfortable. Don't get yeah. comfortable. Don't get comfortable. Help me say don't get comfortable. Yeah, don't get
0: comfortable. Don't get
1: comfortable. Don't get. You
0: just heard. Gotta Go by Darius James featuring Ashley Moss. Go pick up his album, We Want Your Glory. Hashtag WWYG. Y-G-Y-G.
2: Thank you. Y-G-Y-G. It's time to go. What are you doing here? To Finally, got a theme song, y'all. Woo-hoo. Yo, 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 what's up, God's mighty people? God. God. I always wait on this. It's, Why do you think they could talk back to you? I don't know, man. I just, man, this girl is living in a fantasy land. man. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, man, okay, so as you know, my wife and I love to take trips, right? So, yeah. For, <laughs> you don't sound enthused. Y'all rich. <sighs> Rich in Christ, <laughs> rich, huh? Rich chocolate, <laughs> and <laughs> neither one of y'all. <laughs> <bersky>. <laughs> uh. Oh man, okay. So we for our one year anniversary we went to Disney, Disney, Disney World. Were you in the world or the land, Doc? World. It was world. World is in Florida. Land is in Cali. Okay, so yeah. So you we know, let me Disney say world. this sidebar. Mm-hmm. I literally only say
0: Doc when I'm talking to you, playing. because I think it's people out here that really think I say Doc. He as doesn't. Like, yeah, like, it, it, I think Meach might have said that, like, somebody said that to me, like, like, you say doc, like, you churchy or something. I'm like, bro, you don't know me. Like, you don't know me
2: at all. We almost fought. But go ahead. zero right. no out to violence. All right, so we went to Disney World for our uh, one-year anniversary. Okay. And so y'all were in the world. Okay. Y- mm, but not of it. Um, <laughs> that ain't in the Bible. <laughs> All right, so we were, we were, we were waiting, we were, it was some ride we were about to get on, and it was like a really, really long line. Okay. All right. But the lines kind of, kind of spiral in a, you know, it's like, you, you know, you will go one way, and then you end up coming back the same way. Yeah. So we were, we were in the line, and I remember I started complaining. Of course. Saying, man, this line is really long. And I was looking ahead to the people who were in front of us. I was irritated, like, wow, this is really taking a long time because it winded so much. It was like you walking back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. But eventually, we got to the place that the people were that we were envying. Yeah. We ended up where we were supposed to be, but there was a process. Ah. Hold on, wait, hold on, hold on, that Why wasn't no echo when I did it? <laughs> when you do it, it's like this echo. I do it, it's just You know what, man, it's it, you're not annoying it.
0: You know, you you're not you're not there yet. This is the first time you use the word on the show that way. <laughs> and so you gotta graduate. It's levels, man. Okay, all right, all i right.
2: gonna I'm gonna now I'm gonna find a way to fit it in every Yeah. About, about after about ten times I might give you a little, you know, you, you might got...
0: You might sense something
2: in your (laughs) voice. voice. But yeah, so we were envying the people who were in front of us, but then eventually we were there. So in life, there's a process to things that we go through. You know, you may not be where you want to be or even where you're supposed to be, but unless you completely stop, you are going to get there. Or... Go back. You know, you don't want to go back. You don't want to stop. You want to keep going forward no matter how slow it is, how long the pace takes, because eventually you are – eventually we got on the ride, right? We did make it to the ride. And we didn't think – just standing in the line looking ahead to all the people who were ahead of us. I remember there's one the the one ride that I'm speaking about, you know, the, the line winded a lot. And then there was like a – you go up these steps and you're on this ledge. And I remember we were looking at the people on the ledge. Like, wow, it would be nice to be up there. But eventually, we were there.
0: (laughs) I like the word eventually now. Like, Mm. I don't know that I've ever paid you. Eventually. Eventually. You never pay words attention. You just just overlook them, right? right. You don't actually look at the importance of this word. Mm. Eventually. Mm -hmm. And so, here's the thing. You guys are in line. And you got a choice because I was in a line today, Mm. okay? I went to get- Popeye's chicken sandwich? No. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) A smoothie. Actually, I want to talk to you about the chicken sandwich, though. Okay. But I went to get a smoothie, and I walked in, and the Mm. line was too long. Mm. And I walked out and left. Did you end up getting a smoothie? From another location. Mm. Mm, I had to go somewhere else, that, that ain't fitting into your revelation it didn't, at it didn't. all. did I'm <laughs> very irritated right now. You shouldn't ask. Be careful what you asked for, <laughs> brother. But my point is, had I waited there mm-hmm. at that location, eventually, mm. it, it, I was going to get the smoothie. Right. And that's my normal location I go to. And the smoothie probably would have been better at my normal location. Because mm. I went to another one and it was like, ah, eh, eh. <laughs> Y'all could have blended it a couple seconds longer. You it know. was just a V. Mmm, no, no smooth. It was just V. <laughs> a V. Mmm. I need the ah ah. I need smoothie. I need every hour. Nah. <laughs> but my point is, you know, I think what happens is we become too fixated mm-hmm. on you know, how long it's going to take us to get there mm-hmm. that we forget that we're going to get there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what one scripture that comes to mind is um, be not weary and well doing. Mm. And sometimes you could be living for God, doing what God called you to do. And you get weary sometimes because you like, man, I've been doing this, but I still it's still some twists and some turns and some winding. and. But look at those people up there that's further along than me. Now, I know on this show, we talk about the process, and we talk about these types of things a lot. Mm-hmm. But I've learned that you got to keep talking about stuff. And you got to keep thinking about it, or maybe think about it a slightly different way than last time, because one time ain't enough. Mm-hmm. Y- you think about it. I put on lotion yesterday. <laughs> that don't mean that today I don't get ashy. Right. Like, And right. So, so what I'm saying is you you can't keep trying to live off yesterday's situation, mm-hmm. like what whatever happened yesterday. Whatever, oh, six months ago, I read a book. Mm-hmm. Well, are you applying it today? Mm-hmm. You you mm-hmm. heard us talk about the process and all this stuff before, but did it connect? Mm-hmm.
2: Let me let me rebuke you. The process. The process. <laughs> I have to rebuke you, brother. Of rebuking. It's is my it's my job to bring the scripture. Bro. You, this is my segment The Bible says You comment after me when it comes to Scripture brother I'm, this is my segment Okay I stand,
0: I stand corrected Bishop but,
2: but I didn't have one So, But thank you so I'm going to use the one you said And just for reference sake It's Galatians chapter 6 Verse 9 and this is what it says It says let us not be weary In well doing For in due season We shall reap if we faint not. In due season, mm-hmm. in the
0: modern American version, mm-hmm. translates to eventually.
2: <laughs> Eve, ah! Matter of fact, I think the Greek word for due season is eventual. I'm making that up. Brother. Hold on, hold on. Let,
0: let's see. Let, let, let's see where this goes. What is that? Galatians five and Galatians
2: six and nine. Hold on. Galatians I'm, in the, 6 wrong, and I'm 9. in the wrong word. Now. Hold on, brother. Galatians he six really 6 likes and 9. this word eventually. I, the, the word
0: eventually is really, really blessing me right now. Mm. So let's mm-mm, let's mm-mm. see what happens. Why why did this just take me to its own Galatians six
2: and uh uh-huh. verse nine?
0: Galatians six and verse nine. All right, so so I want to see something, and let us not be weary and well doing, for in due season we shall reap. If, ooh, another dope word, mm. if we faint not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you faint, you won't reap. Mm. Wow. Wow. That that was your spot to like preach something. While oh, I was I'm sorry. Hold on. You still looking at nah, nah, I'm ready. You found nah. it. All right. <laughs> So, in due.
2: I was going to say something eventually. In due. <laughs> exactly. Eventually. Well, while he's trying to find that, I think the, the key word there is in due season. Right? You shall reap. It doesn't say you might reap. It says you shall reap. You know, that scripture in the Amplified says it this way. As you're looking for that, it says, let us not grow weary or become discouraged in doing good for at the proper time. We will reap if we do not give in. So, again, it goes back to, to like you said, eventually in due season at the proper time. In other words, in God's timing. Right. Right. God is going to move in your life. He's going to move in your situation. But again, I think the key is do not faint. Don't give up. Don't fall out. Right. And so here's.
0: So that word season. Mm. Right. We're going to mm-hmm. focus on that one right here. Okay. The Greek word. Mm. Kairos.
2: Mm. Ooh. <laughs> I have no. Where this is going, but I'm in it for let, the Let me read, I'm in the ride. Let uh-huh.
0: me read one of these definitions.
2: Okay. It means mm. the right time.
0: Mm. See, the problem with us uh-huh. is that without the process and outside of God's will, mm-hmm. we operating in time. hmm But it's the wrong time. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever showed up somewhere at the wrong time? Mm-hmm.
2: You actually, ever been late somewhere? Actually, I showed up. Well, it was I was early. I I thought this particular, it was a Christmas party at one of my boss's house. Ooh. He invited us to, and I went all, he lived out in the suburb. I went way out there, and the party was the next day.
0: <laughs> and so let me tell you. Now <laughs> I didn't just, go back either. Okay, the next that's just day. crazy. I, just, you just I was so embarrassed.
2: Mind. I thought you was going to say you was two hours early,
0: something like that. Nope, whole but day. Here, here's a whole day early. But I'm gonna tell you, here's the tough thing about being too early somewhere, Mm -hmm. because when you're too early somewhere and it's not your time, now you have to waste time, Mm -hmm. and time is a valuable commodity. Mm -hmm. And so if you find yourself in a position where you like, oh wait, God told me to wait, I wasn't supposed to be here right now. The whole thing about the word of God is that it God leads you somewhere. In the right
2: time. Mm, mm-hmm. I'm glad you said that because now I want to read that scripture in the NLT. It says, uh, he didn't know this, y'all. Okay. He might, he might like be a, p- you know, partial prophet. <laughs> so, so 25%. let's not get tired of doing what is good. At just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessing if we don't give up. Mm, did you hear that? Just at just the right time. <laughs> this is, I mean,
0: this is really um, important because, man, so many people are tired. Mm-hmm. Um, people are anxious. Mm. And when you think about these things, these things, I mean, it, it's all about the process. Mm-hmm. When you're anxious, it, it, it means that you're ready for something or you, you know what I mean? Like you can't sit still. And and so many of us are anxious to find our purpose and we're and, and anxious. Isn't always bad, mm-hmm. except for the fact that it does say in the Bible, be anxious for nothing, <laughs> <laughs> for nothing. And and it, it talks about, I believe if I'm not mistaken, maybe that is Matthew chapter six. I'm not sure. Um, but pray for everything. Mm. And mm-hmm. so we have to, when we find ourselves feeling a certain way and trying to rush, mm-hmm. we need prayer, y'all, and, and we need to be praying and 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 talking to the Lord and spending time. And, and here's one of the things I want someone to take from this today:
1: mm-hmm.
0: is that sometimes you got to clear your schedule and make time for God.
2: Mm-hmm. Look,
0: you know, mm-hmm. I I know you in Kenya, y'all travel a lot. Mm-hmm. Me and Tiff get, you know, we get around a little bit. Right, right. And for us, the reason why we even travel is because we recognize maybe in 2013, 2014, while on a trip, um, it was very therapeutic for our relationship. And okay. it almost like realigned us mm, okay. to get away, just each other. When we out of town, we not one of those couple that's taking a million pictures and trying mm. to whatever, we don't worry about social media or things like that. We mm-hmm. just try to get away. not saying we better than any, anyone else or anything. It's just saying that we recognize that for us, it's about that quiet, intimate time together away from everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not calling people on the phone and those type of things a lot. We chilling. And what I'm saying is that sometimes in our relationship with God, the reason why we're about to faint, the reason why we're anxious and we're about to give up, It's because we haven't set aside that time to go on a vacation with God Mm -hmm. to like say, God, all right, my phone is over here. Mm -hmm. I'm not taking calls. I'm not on social media. I'm just spending time with you in this season, fasting, praying, reading the word, trying to get close to you. And no matter who you are, no matter how saved you think you are, me and you included, Mm -hmm. just like no matter how good you think your marriage is. If you don't find time to put aside
2: and be mm. just you and your wife, bro, like it's going to be rough. That that was really good what you said, and I I agree with what you said. We have to spend that quality time for God. I'm going to quick story before before we end. One of the things that impressed me so much and I, I I may have said this before, but I remember when we were about to get married, um, you know, my wife wanted to read through the Bible that year w- together. We got married in 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 April, right? Uh, so we had to start in January and I'm like, I actually, and I, to my dismay, I tried to talk her out of it. Wow. Yeah, I know. I, uh, the truth comes out. Bad profit. Bad profit. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I tried to talk her out of it because I was like, sweetheart, we got the wedding coming up. We're not going to, end. we're going to be on our honeymoon, you know, but we did it. Even while we were on vacation, we did not take a vacation from God. We still read the Word of God every single day. That's we dope. still prayed every single day, and I was so impressed with her. I knew the. I was like, "Ooh, I, I didn't miss God." Doc. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> you you knew it was your wife <laughs> yeah, then. Was... After you were already engaged. <laughs> well, I, wow. we were married and. Oh wow! You on realized the cruise, at, then. I realized Well, okay. your
0: honeymoon that it was <laughs> your wife. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, people. Um, Love you, honey. Hope that inspires you. That the men of God <laughs> knew it was his wife uh, after the wedding. So I'm
2: I'm an after the fact prophet. Okay, yeah. What? Well, <laughs> well, we don't know what type of process Lavelle I'm, is man, promoting. After I got a, I got a prophecy right now for Meach. Mm-hmm. You shall have a podcast. <laughs> ah. Gay. Ah, you shall have a podcast. <laughs> I'm telling you, Doc. I- you know what? False prophets rise daily. <laughs> All right, man. Thank you. It's time to go.
0: You know what, God's people? I think it is the perfect time to honor God's people of the week. Okay, we got a special one today. Y'all know I say everything is special, right? And I'm not lying, no. That's the thing about it. Like, it really be special. Okay, let me explain. Today's God people of the week is my sister-in-law, Kay. Now, for the past two to three years, I believe, it might have been three years, like time flies. So it could have been two years, three years. Um, I think it's around three years. My brother, Nehemiah, one of my younger brothers, has been living out of state. And he's been, like, in a couple different spots. So he went from, like, Texas to Louisiana to Massachusetts. And when he left, he was a single man. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was a, a single young lad. And uh, he went out there and met. No, I no, I'm not gonna say met. Let me. You know what? Hold on. Let's pause. Let's not try to tell their story. You know what I'm saying? Cause we gonna mess some stuff up. Cause the the fact of the matter is I don't know all the details. I know the boy left three years ago, single. He came back with a wife and a baby. Okay. Now you wanna talk about eventually? You wanna talk about in due season? A man left his home, and he went into a foreign land. Woo, my God. Okay, let me stop. But in all seriousness, my brother leaves, and, you know, he's been gone. That was different for us because literally all of my family is home, so we never had any of our siblings, you know, at all really living anywhere else other than for college. Nehemiah went to college in Florida for a while. You know, um, that type of deal. But other than that, I mean, basically, dang, you don't even want to keep leaving, bro. What's going on? What you trying to say, though? Like, can you just say it, guy? My sister, Michael, and tried to leave. I mean, come on. What's up with y'all? So, you know, a couple years, and he's been gone. And, um, you know, I remember one time talking to him, and he was just like, man, I just need to get some things together. You know what I'm saying? That was his whole thing, and he felt like he couldn't do that At home, like he needed to get away from home to get some things together. We talking about a process. Mm, Look at God. A few weeks ago, you know, we got a message in our family chat. Somebody say it's a message. Woo! It's a mess. I feel like preaching right now. Why am I preaching this thing? And Kate was like, "Yo, I'm interviewing, you know, at for a job in Michigan," and we were like, "Yo, like what?" So man like she got the job like and here's the crazy thing about it it was so dope to me because you know they flew her here and you know when you see someone do all this stuff for an interview you thinking like you know k must be kind of dope you know what i'm saying because i don't know the work k you here's the thing we don't realize in family you only really know the person that's sitting over there at dinner or you know whatever plus they've been living out of town you know so whatever I know Christmas K, let's put it like that. Like, I know, I know the pad, you know, can, can you pass me the salt? Okay, hand me that. Oh, she nice, she passed me the salt. But K must be dope, you know? cause She came here and she got a job. And the beauty of it all is, for that reason, my brother came home. And so I was like, man, that's kind of deep. Like, you you know, he left and went away from home to get some things aligned, you know, for a few years. And I, I just got to believe the boy was in the will of God. Can can I believe that? That he was in the will of God because what he left for once he got it. Woo! My God. It brought him back home. Come on, somebody. 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 Oh, y'all going to get these preaching bars today. You are going to get this word. You are going to get this. Whooping and hollering and hollering and and you got You got what you're doing. So for that reason, K. You are God's people of the week this week. My brother came and got you. He found a wife. He found a good thing. He found a favor of the Lord. And you brought my brother home. I think that's a beautiful story. Hopefully they not mad at me for telling their business on the airwaves. You know what I'm saying? Because I ain't ran this past nobody. I just big brother status. Come on. You know what I'm saying, K? you, You know, this big brother status over here. I tell people, don't tell my business. Oh, no, please don't put my business out into the world. Your, your business perfectly fine. Okay, you are God's people of the week this week. In all seriousness, I'm really excited for them to be for them to be home because my niece is only a few months old, and now we get to know her. You know, that was one of the things I was thinking about. Is like, wow, like, you know, I don't want her coming for Christmas. Like, who's this guy? Who is this guy, J Will, Mister Inspire God's people? If you're looking for me, I'll be in my own world. Create for the Creator when I'm in my own. World i serve below the surface it's layers to my purpose inspire guys, people when i'm in my own world look in the sky there ain't no stars in it the art is all natural and authentic rivers of love swimming for us we can't drown if we fall in it if you looking for me i'll be in my own world create for the creator when i'm in my own world i serve below the surface it's layers to my purpose inspire god's people when i'm in my own world